Hey, did you just have a meeting with a donor and they told you something really, really important and you have no place to put it except for like maybe an Excel spreadsheet or, I don't know, a random piece of paper in your office? Go to DonorDoc.com. Get a CRM system that works. Get a donor database system that works. Get something that gives you beautiful reports and beautiful dashboards that even your crankiest board member will love. Go to DonorDoc.com. Use the code word "Do Good Better" at checkout and get a month free. DonorDoc.com. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody! Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby, and with me. Is your co-host, and really like host now, like almost not even a co-host, like an actual host. We just kind do of. our yeah. We're just going to do independent podcasts, Host. which is great. Host. Hostesses. Hostess. We're hostesses. Ooh. I don't know. There's a lot of. I was a hostess. That was my first real job. Was it? I was a dishwasher. Ooh. And then I moved up to waiter. Waitron. Is that the gender neutral? I was the waiter. I was the waiter. I was also, I was a waiter though at a uh, old folks retirement home. So my waiting skills was like, what juice can I get you? And then can I go through the buffet line and fill up a plate of food for you? I love it. I love it. But the first one was a dishwasher, which was, that's gross. As an old folks home to scrape the plate Mm -hmm. of food. Yeah. Thinking about putting my hand to sink and feeling something (laughs) that you're Gives me the heebie-jeebies. You wouldn't like that job then. No, I will never be a dishwasher. Well, I wash my own dishes. That's very But it true. feels better because it's just your own food. But anyway, uh, we're <laughs> getting really off topic. <laughs> I have the burning questions today for you. Ooh, I like it. I know, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Okay, because everybody knows the famous five-day fundraising framework. They do? They do. And if you don't... You need to know the five-day fundraising framework. You should. It's It'll pretty help good. you yeah. with all things yes. in your life, honestly. <laughs> so, but, so but, yeah. so but so, mm-hmm. there were definitely going to have to be some trial and errors in your life to get to the five-day fundraising framework theory. I want to know, you don't have to go through every five day and tell us the story about how this came true because I bet there's plenty. Yes. But just kind of go back in your past career for us. Mm-hmm. How did you develop these five simple things? Kind of what did you have to go through? What are some uh, uh, issues, maybe embarrassing stories that mm-hmm. led you to the five day fund? Uh, I like that. Um, yes. Yeah, so, so if you don't know, um, if you're just listening, you're like, oh, five-day framework. This is great. What a wonderful show notes you've written. Um, Mondays are planning. Tuesdays are for doing. Wednesdays are for documenting. Thursdays are for celebrating. And Fridays are for appreciating five-day fundraising framework. Um, I have shiny object syndrome. I, I might hide it well, occasionally. Uh, shiny object syndrome. I see something that I want to do and I will just do it and I will start it. Oh, that's true. That's uh, right. So I will have a random thought in my brain and then I will just go, Hey, you know what we should do is this. The problem with having a brain like that is there are a number of steps you need to have before you do the thing for reals, like planning, Mm. 
right? You just can't jump into something and then just sort of reverse engineer why on earth did we do it? So a lot of the planning day was um, a justification and process building that I did not have a skill set for. And I still, I struggle with it all the time. I actually go back to making sure that I build a plan to justify a thing that we do. A lot of the conversations we'll have is sort of a do good better is like, hey, I've got this idea for a training thing. Let's do the training thing. And your director was like, well, what, for, how do we do that? Right. And you have to go back and build a plan. So uh, for forever in the fundraising world, whether it would be an event or an idea or something, I would just hop to the let's do it. Yep. And inevitably there would be a, uh, a boss or somebody within the organization that would require me to go, but how? Right. But, but why? Well, what is your process to get to this? Correct. <laughs> so this was more of a, I need to mentally prepare myself to get a process ready to have people understand where my brain has already gone to. Shiny object syndrome. Um, then the, also the thing that doing, I um, enjoy starting a lot of projects, but not necessarily finishing a lot of projects because there is a, uh, a point in which that becomes less fun and more work. Right. Right. So unless you have a plan and you bring people on board to help you finish and cross the finish line, um, this doesn't really work. But I think that's very honorable of you to know about yourself that you're like, I have all these crazy, awesome ideas, but I know if I start this, I'm not going to finish it. And then I'm going to be upset about my crazy idea not coming to life Correct. and asking others to help you. I it, think that's because yeah. a lot of people are like, I can do it. I can do it on my own. I probably like, could. I mean, it, you probably could. But it would not happen in a timeline that is uh, doable for right. anybody else, right? Right. Um, Self-awareness in the fundraising game is very important. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness in just general and business, I think, is uh, really important. And I caught myself very often saying that this is going to be a great idea. I could do it and I would get into the weeds and then I would get lost. I don't work well in details. I don't work well in, um, in muddy, like just typing out and doing the, pro the, the dirty uh, kind of gripping in the dirt. I like working in that environment, but I, I don't complete those well. Mm -hmm. So I need to bring people with different skill sets into the, into the realm. And as a fundraiser, you should know your strengths and weaknesses yeah. too. So when you're trying to execute a, a plan, you just know where your doers are, you know where your dreamers mm -hmm. are, and you just need to uh, organize your volunteer list uh, that way. Um, documenting is great. I, I used... When I was writing the book piece, uh, I thought my superpower was remembering everything, and I have a horrible memory. So unless I document it or write it down, it disappears. Like I will have a conversation with somebody in the morning, and I was like, "What a great meeting that was!" And in the afternoon, I go, "What? What did we talk about?" And without me writing down a note or jotting it down, I would completely forget about it. So this is this whole framework is just because I know people exist in the world like me. Typically, they're personable uh, fundraising people. And they just hop from place to place, meeting to meeting, idea to idea, and right. without putting that down on paper uh, is, is horrible. Now, I did celebrating and appreciating because I find the most joy and value out of that. And I save that towards the end of the week because I like to end my weeks on high notes. Um, and I think celebrating is really important. I don't think we do it enough as a nonprofit. I see a lot of people getting down on themselves for not achieving X, Y, and Z. Right. And I know they kick ass. Right, they do wonderful things, but they refuse to acknowledge about it because they don't want it to be bragging. Mm. And I find a lot of donors are desperate 
to hear about the accomplishments that their money went to. And a lot, not a lot of organizations are reaching out and doing that. So that was really part of that process. And then finally appreciating, I have been um, obsessed about sending little notes to people about what their accomplishments are and how they're doing and just sending notes of, of just appreciation randomly. Right. And that's always been a thing that I just love doing to random people too, by the way, this is just, a, it's not like it is. Um, there's, there's purpose and there's tactic behind appreciation, but I think random acts of appreciation are great and under appreciate yeah. undervalued in the nonprofit world because we're so desperate to send that thank you note for the $10 mm-hmm. rather than being proactive and being purposeful with right. all of that as well. Wow. This was, was a, a this was an internal self help book and process for me as well, Literally. and I feel like I feel like half of the battle is just getting my brain uh, in order yeah. and getting the right people around and surrounding to you know help out. And so the mm-hmm. the the whole framework was how can I get myself and my teams in the right framework and in the right mindset, and uh, and that helped. You and I think you've put together a pretty good team because I think about all the people that we work with mm-hmm. and like, I'm very much, um, a planner and a doer. Yes. I love what you don't love. I love doing like the nitty gritty, yep. creating, yep. typing, all that kind of stuff. But I absolutely hate documenting. I hate organizing where Whitney yep. with all of Jean events, she works with us for do good better events. Yep. She has everything color coordinated. It's the best. Each pen means something. Yep. All her emails are in order. And yep. you and me are like, I don't like, I don't like it. that either. I hate it. And so we just sent all the logistic things to her. Yeah. And then the execution piece, which you don't have technical skill sets. So when we're doing events, we're doing special right. events like that. Well, yep. you bring in Brian and all of a sudden that's right. That's, it's done. So then we can set and we can build expectations and they're executed mm-hmm. flawlessly because uh, they take sort of these high, high level visioning things and execute it and knowing all of our weaknesses, we put those together and that becomes a giant mm-hmm. you know, process that we put in. So I, I, yeah, I, I think a lot of nonprofits think they have to do everything. Right. And um, even if you're not good at it. So the whole process is just getting better a little bit at in little mini increments that build you up to remind yourself to do some of those things that you just normally don't. And I think it's interesting too, to take the concept that we are just talking about where this framework doesn't just fit in a nonprofit Mm -hmm. or for fundraisers. Mm -hmm. Like we just talked about a whole business using the five day framework and we're all better at maybe one day, Mm -hmm. but we all collaborate and there's, the five-day framework, pretty much. Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm finding that conversations with either even business owners yeah. or other groups or organizations that are not nonprofit specific are uh, benefited by this as a as a just a, a brain, you know, mm-hmm. a brain organizer. And I think that's really the the fun part about this as a framework means that any at any point in time, whether you're a marketer or a salesperson or whatever, you can actually fit into this little framework thing and get your brain organized. So it's a win-win on a lot of different fronts. And hey, shameless plug. Mm. If you don't know the five-day framework, fundraising framework, we have the book in the show notes below. Yeah, we do. So go take a look. It's it's on on Amazon. It's on Amazon. You're going to buy toilet paper anyway on Amazon. (laughs) Throw it in your cart. There you go. Less than 10 bucks. There you go. It's a free lesson for you. There you go. There's a pitch for you if I ever heard one. Uh, that was fun. I know that's a that's a good uh, that's a good thing to think about. And uh, just in general, and, and a closing note is 
find your weaknesses and mm-hmm. uh, be very self-aware about where your skill sets are and fill the gaps with people that can help. Amen. I like that. That was a good <laughs> one. Uh, we'll see you uh, later here on the official Do Good Better podcast. Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.